Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Smashing Skull Sessions. Uh, this week I'm joined by Jean-Sebastien from Where Mermaids Drone. I would consider myself a friend because we've been in contact for so long and we actually met very briefly at Dunkfest, yeah. which was um, an amazing experience as well. But I also want to touch on a few other things with Jean because he's involved in many things really, but post Leon, which is a big, a big deal. Uh, we want to touch on that and get some feedback from you on how it's going and everything else. And on top of that, I know you kicked off with another an agency of your own, uh, This Will. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. Is that fair enough? Perfect. Happy with yeah, that? Yeah, perfect. Great stuff. So anyway, first off... Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, come here. Thanks for coming on the show because it's been a few months. I've been trying to get a hold of you. We kept crossing paths, but finally we got, we got, we got there. <laughs> now, yeah. tell me, we'll kick off where we're more amazed drone because... I remember maybe a year ago writing a review of that album and the Raging Winds do blow. Incredible, incredible stuff. You know, it's hugely emotive, dramatic post-rock, if anyone is unaware of it. Um, it's just one of those things you have to get on the band camp and have to check it out. So, Jean, tell me how it came about. Like, where did the band start from, we say, to begin with? Uh, the band start um, uh, once. Uh, first, thank you for all those <laughs> kind words. Uh, it was a, a bless for us to have so many good feedbacks after yeah. the release of this uh, first uh, album, EP. I don't know how to say that because it's <laughs> kind of long, three tracks for more than 30 minutes. So it's kind of, I don't know. But uh, the band start after um, I had a, a previous band with my uh, bassist. Okay. Uh, called Cloud Shelter, and it was a messy. It was complicated because we all always had some trouble with uh, guitar players. It was very complicated to build the band, and we 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 try harder, harder, and mm -hmm. and at some point we just uh, separate the band. And uh, I had this. Uh, anger to really, I really want, wanted to succeed, uh, in, with a band, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I just continued to f search some guitarist player and I just put an, um, like I have a huge, um, network, mm -hmm. uh, thanks to post Lyon. Yeah. Uh, I just post something on my profile on Facebook. And then the first guitarist, Kierik, uh, came back to me and we talked and, it works very well, very quickly. Okay. Um, he played. Uh, he played in a band uh, I booked uh, a few times. So it was. Uh, we already had the, the connection, and then yeah. after I, um, we I, I love guitars in post rock. For, for us, it was uh, at the beginning we tried to compose things uh, only with a guitar, bass, and me at the drums and. Okay. Yeah, for me, the perfect band will, should be with maybe three guitarists, but it's more people, <laughs> yeah. it's more complicated. But we, we, we were looking for a new guitarist and I just asked for um, uh, Antonello, uh, uh, a guitarist you know, in another band uh, I, I booked a lot. And he, yeah, he, he said, okay, let's try. And 
very quickly it was very natural between all yeah. of us and it's it's get better and better in that way so that was the start of the story and and after that we worked a lot and we just very um we we really wanted to have something to share uh mm-hmm. as soon as possible so we could record um the the album maybe after maybe less than two years together okay we record it uh, at home and uh and we release it uh, it was kind of complicated because the um, all the mix mastering uh, was made by uh jason of coastlands oh, nice. uh, a yeah. good friend of mine and and it was uh at the same moment of the start of the pandemic so at the beginning we just said to jason yeah take your time uh, the pandemic will be probably just mm. for one month and yeah yeah we all know the story after that it was longer than expected so we decided to release it during the pandemic with no expectation uh-huh. uh, it's not the best time for many bands to release music but finally it works well for us we had the uh, maybe for your mental state is probably a good time to do something is it you know because everybody is just sitting around wondering if they will ever get to play live so you may as well yeah dip into some recording and some writing yeah 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 uh, at some point i think it depends of the band i i think we we we're kind of good um uh concerning the communication mm-hmm. uh you know we try to come and for other band i i know that release some uh music during the pandemic but don't doing a good uh, promoting uh, online or everything. It, yeah, it yeah. was more complicated. So I think it's uh, one of a uh, strong um, aspect of the band because I'm kind of in charge of many things because I, I'm really push, push, push a lot to, you know, we don't do a lot of promoting online, but just contact the good people at the good moment. And yeah. it, uh, it helps uh, us a lot, I think, to have a good response because at the beginning, you know, you just release music. And when you have at least one or two people that say that school, it's, it's very, very good because it's, yeah, it's job done. But finally, we sold a lot of records uh, all over the Europe. And it's kind of crazy sometimes to just go to the, um, at the, the post, you know, the <laughs> yeah. post station in France and just send things to, you know, I don't know, Singapore, uh, States, uh, and all countries in Europe. And it's kind of crazy that people just discover music. So it's there very cool. It's, it's amazing. Isn't it such a small, small community in the whole post-rock genre, but yet, as we spoke yeah. on, on previous uh, podcasts, it's, it's worldwide. Like you speak to Singapore, they're posting to Singapore. I mean, and you've the States and you've, you've every continent basically like it must be great. It must be a great feeling like to have your music being played in these places. Like you're sitting at home in Neon like, yeah. and, and over in Singapore, someone's listening to the <laughs> album, you know? Yeah. As a promoter with Post Lyon, I can, I can rely on it because it's, it's kind of weird because it's, you know, Post Rock is a, a, a niche in a niche in a niche. It's very, small mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. but at least you can rely on a community if if we had a band maybe playing i don't know pop rock it's more popular genre but you're kind of drawn in the middle of yeah. too many bands there is a lot yeah. of bands in post-rock music but the community is very recognizable i guess mm-hmm. so it's kind of easier to contact even if you want to do a 
a tour with the band, I think it's easier because there is uh, um, association or I don't know, uh, promoters in, yeah. in many uh, cities that can help you if you are um, into uh, mm -hmm. a, that specific genre of yeah. music. It, yeah. I think it's sometimes in more um, popular genre, it, it could be more complicated. There is many aspects of that, but yeah, uh, the, the, the post-rock community, I think, ev I don't know if everyone knows everyone, but there is people you have to know in, in the post-rock community. Jason yeah. is a part of them, uh, the guys from the Dunk, you are, and there is so many people Uh, the yeah. guys from uh, Where Post Rock Dwells, Ronnie too. Exactly. And it, it, the community is not that big, finally, and it's easy to to know everyone at least. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a network of people, isn't it, across the world? Like as you mentioned, like even the guys you just yeah. rattled off, Jason from the states, like you, Ronnie there, Where Post Rock Dwells, who does incredible work. Like I personally think post rock has grown yeah. in the last maybe five, ten years because I'm only listening to post rock for maybe ten years. Do you see it? growing in popularity or is it a case of it's always been there but no i'm i'm finally digging into it i don't know if there is i, I don't think i i listened to post rock for many many years but at the beginning i don't even realize i was listening to post rock because i mm. discovered post rock with siguros um uh band from iceland and yeah And then I just, because I was curious, I just uh, go online and just search bands similar than, you know, mm. we all did that with yeah, Last yeah. FM. I don't know all those websites that can help <laughs> us. And I discover many bands and I keep digging, finding many bands. But I don't really know if the, if the post-rock is growing. Maybe the community is growing, but I... Yeah. I, 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 I don't I don't think that the post rock is gonna be the trend at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, like I used to say, a lot of people love post rock. They just don't know it because you can uh, listen a lot of music in the movie. It's usually kind of similar of post rock music because it's mostly instrumental. But people don't rely with the genre yeah, to yeah. Uh, you know they don't put the name on it. So. When you talk about post-rock to people that don't know it, what is post-rock? Why post-rock? So I don't know if the it's if it grows, but... Uh, yeah, it becomes yeah, a very yeah. hard... Usually I just explain that... Yeah, you have to explain. Usually I just say it's mostly instrumental and it's like soundtrack in a movie, but it's <laughs> it's kind of complicated to explain. But <laughs> I, don't I, I don't think people can really... Uh, Without any lyrics, I think a lot of people are kind of lost listening to music when you're not into that kind of music. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe at some points there is, you know, now we can, uh, there is bands like Oliphone, for example, that mix uh, mm. post-rock with shoegaze that maybe that that will be the, 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 the bound between... Exactly, uh, yeah. our community to maybe something bigger but you know there is no more big band in post rock finally if you remove explosion in the sky uh -huh. caspian uh finally the mogwai all those uh -huh. bands are just very known because they're they were the the first bands to play that kind of music but yeah. there is not much bands that take the that kind of uh um size i guess yeah, now yeah. it's it, it, 
it, the the seats are taken uh i think yeah so I it's think kind of complicated we, to have many other bands are we at a stage where people are experimenting more with post-rock you know crossing genres you know going as you said like you talk about shoegaze there like there's post hardcore being mixed with post rock you've got speaking to other guys like no one wants to constantly pigeonhole their music or their sound you know to just specifically post rock I mean you ask a lot of bands who yeah. I consider post rock where do you stand on how, how if you were to explain to somebody what do you play you know it's one of those things it just seems to be developing all the time I think new bands are coming young bands great ideas and the technology is there now isn't it to, to play around with stuff. Yeah, but I, I, at the same point, it's kind of, you know, we are um, with the band, with Where Mermaids Drown. Mm. I have to be honest, I don't think we, we, we don't make revolutionary post rock. Honestly, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of very typical post rock, but mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing, you know, we just maybe not good enough to create uh, very surprising things like maybe other bands or I don't know. But for me, it's just a feeling. If if a band plays something very, not simple, but very typical in post rock, but that the music touch me in, in any way for me, it's good. You know, yeah. you can yeah. do something very revolutionary, very creative maybe, but if at some point there is no emotion in it, for me, it's not good. Even if maybe technically it's, it's way better, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it depends on people. People love maybe some, I think people, some people prefer very tri- technical things, very new things. And yeah. I just, for me, it's kind of just hear something that touched me in, in a way, I don't know. And, and uh, yeah, it's kind of complicated for post-rock. And, and I see as a promoter that it's, it's a lot of work, you know, to, to have um, an audience for that kind of music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Lyon, we, we worked a lot to, you know, we, we, we are lucky because we have a lot of, post-rock or post-anything band in Lyon. So mm-hmm. people discover the, the genre thanks to these bands. Yeah. But it's kind of complicated. And we are a big city. And now for the shows, we have, I think we we can arrive at 60, 100 maximum people wow. per show. And it's way not enough to pay the band well. So, and even if you if you watch Dunk Festival, that is the maybe the most popular uh, festival in Europe for that kind of music. It's the big festival in Europe and it's yeah. barely maybe 700, 1000 people 1, per day. The, yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's, it's a lot, of course, but it's not that much if you compare, I, I take the total opposite, but you take the um, uh, Fest in France, it's mm-hmm. six, uh, yeah, it's 600, uh, no, 60,000 of people 6, per day. So there is, there is a lot of things to work uh but i think yeah. it's the work of dunk festival of Arctangent, maybe of other festival like a uh, colossal weekend of many promoters like like us like in paris with post in paris too mm-hmm. all those small works finally help the community to grow but i think it's never going to be popular because it's not the trend okay. that, that that's a fact i think if yeah. you want to earn money playing is, that kind of music place, it's yeah. kind of no, I no. think you can. There is some bands that succeed to that, but it's very, very complicated because it's a very, it's very closed. Like there is, if you have a singer, maybe you can try. <laughs> you <laughs> have to have I, a singer. I wonder, 
even just for yourself, for with the album you brought out and the raging winds you blow. Can I ask this? Like, did did you lose money on that, or is it was it how's it worked out for you? No, I mean, no, no. You're on your third press at the moment, no, no, I think, aren't wow. you, vinyl boys? Um, so to be very clear, uh, yeah. the making of the album cost nothing because we did everything ourselves. We just paid okay. uh, Jason for the mix and mastering, and he he was more than very nice with us concerning the price. Yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm kind of a businessman, um, you know. Uh, it's not for many bands. It's kind of, you know, talking money. It's kind of something you have, you, you have to be ashamed of, mm-hmm. but no, uh, you have to think about the, um, I, I saw too many bands don't, doesn't, you know, doesn't think about this money aspect and you don't earn money selling CDs. Yeah. You earn money selling CDs, of course, at some point, but you have to think about selling shirts. You have to think about selling. Now it's the trend of the uh, yeah. cassettes. Yeah. Um, so at the beginning, we just say, okay, just pay for a uh, few t-shirts because we can't play a show without uh, having anything to sell. Yeah. Once again, too many bands come to shows and just have uh, one CD to sell, but nothing else. And a lot of people just want to help. Finally, they just buy things because they love exactly. your music. And it's the best way because it's not with Spotify and everything that you're going to earn money. So we just pay for a few CDs, few T-shirts, and the the vinyl wa- wasn't on the table because it was too expensive and we didn't know what to expect of the release. You know, if you yeah, yeah. pay more than a thousand euro to make some vinyls, but you don't sell it, then it's kind of uh, complicated. And finally... We had this guy, Mane from uh, Copenhagen. Uh, the guy run uh, this, um, um, it's kind of now, it's now a label now, a uh, okay. vinyl record label called uh, Vinyl Trolden. And yes. the guy just sent us a message because he just uh, listened to our music on Where Post Rock Duel's channel on YouTube. And yeah. he liked it and said, okay, I can give you 700 uh, euros to make the record. I just take the half to sell them in the, in uh, Denmark. You keep the other half. So for us, it was uh, the opportunity to make the, this wow. on, on record. And uh, yeah, we were very lucky to meet the guy. And <laughs> yeah. we, we met him on, uh, on, uh, on our previous tour. Okay. He, he came to a show in, uh, in Germany. It's, this guy is just the best. It's very a very nice guy. Just I don't know how he did because it's kind of weird to have you know. He just sent me a message at the beginning. I I thought it was a joke because you know giving seven hundred euros to a, yeah. a band that no one knows it's kind of weird. But no, uh, it, um, I saw um, he he worked to um, to the band Nordsind. You have a stickers behind uh, you. Yes, uh, Nordsind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he released uh, their their album. So yeah, that, so that's why that's what the begin uh, that that was the beginning uh, buying all this small stuff and and like I said, we had a very warm response uh, with the album. So finally, mm. we sold uh, uh, after more than a year. Now we sold uh, all the CDs. Uh, it's more uh, uh, one hundred and fifty CDs. We sold uh, more than a uh, hundred of t-shirts. We sold wow. more than two hundred, almost, almost two hundred, or maybe a little bit less, or more than a hundred of vinyl records. 
and and it works very well finally because it uh, all that money uh, allow us to to work on that new material that we should release uh, i think next year okay. so so that's pretty cool we it's complicated to say you earn money because for me when you earn money it's when you take the money for you for living at some point yeah you know yeah. uh not just uh, uh invest the money you earn from sales and just invest in the project it's kind of it's earning money at some point but um we have this goal to work uh, maybe differently on the next mm-hmm. release and maybe try to do things more uh, professionally in france we have some helps that can help us to okay. to pay for some uh fees so i i i'd love to at some points maybe earn a little bit of money of that because <laughs> it takes a lot of time to play music you know you have to all the rehearsal all the gigs and everything and for many people they don't realize all the work uh a band uh what's into it exactly yeah do yeah yeah it's a lot of work to produce music to go to think about all the aspect of the you know the the cover uh it's a lot of work on many aspects so so mm. yeah at some point it's normal to at least try to don't lose yeah. money on it you see this is it it's one of those things that people don't seem to like talking about within this industry like you know money because it's all about the love of the music and i get that but there is no point a band putting in whatever on top of working and having a family putting in 30, 40 hours a week into the band and costing money at the same time. It, it, it's, the love would, would soon run out of it. Like, you know, at least when you're investing what you've made from the first album, bringing it into the second album, the energy is still there. The love of it all is still there. So I, I don't see any reason why you can't discuss money and discuss how much it yeah. costs to run a band. Like but, uh, like you said, and I think even more in France, money is kind of, uh, um, you know, a hot topic you don't mm. want to talk about. And even more if your band is bigger, I guess. But, you know, I like I asked a lot of bands, I'm, I I used to ask how much they win, how much, they, just to understand how they, oh, mm. it works finally, because it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a weird industry. Everything is is hidden. You, you can yeah. really know, yeah. you know, I'm very curious of uh, it's, it's weird, but I'm curious um, about how, how much money a band like uh, maybe Caspian really earn finally, if are they living from this? I'm yeah. not sure, but you know, and it, it's kind of a huge band finally. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we, we, we try new things. Finally, we are, we are lucky enough that my girlfriend is kind of a creative woman. So she, she made, um, like my t-shirt. I don't know if you see embroidery. I don't know how to say that in English. Yeah. You said it perfectly. Embroidery. Yeah. 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 And, um, it's all homemade. And finally we made 20, uh, a little bit more than 20 t-shirts for the tour. Uh, we sold them 25 euros uh, mm-hmm. per pieces and we, we were sold out after maybe five, six gigs. So, you know, there is many, you, you have to think, I think a lot of them need to think about new things to sell because yeah. finally people, they, they're going to pay the tickets. That's cool. But if they like your music, they're going to buy many things because it's a, you know, I don't buy CDs because for me it's uh, it's ugly. But I can buy uh, vinyls for thirty or thirty-five euros mm-hmm. because the object is good, is beautiful, yeah. and finally it's the best way to 
to um to help the bands because yeah bandcamp is a good way too because they don't take a lot of fees but at the end you have paypal fees you have bandcamp fees so the it's the best way online yeah. uh, actually but but the best way is to go to the shows go see the bands and buy maybe just a t-shirt or a cds or whatever you want but it's the best way to help bands exactly I, I think the merchandise is, is a big thing for the bands and for the people who go to see the bands i'd be a big merchandise fan like i mean I can't go to a gig without <laughs> without buying maybe I don't know. I'll definitely buy a t-shirt. I'll try and buy a vinyl. Um and it's not because I feel I have to, it's because I want to, you know what I mean? I think that's the great thing with this yeah. this 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 group of people that we're in, like everyone wants to help everybody out. And you're getting something for it. You're getting a cool t-shirt, you're getting a great piece of art in an album or on a t-shirt. So yeah, it's a it's a win-win for everybody. But like you said, every band has to do it if they want to survive in any way. Don't they? Merchandise is a necessity. Yeah. And try to be creative. There is many bands that create new things now. And and if if it works, honestly, you can sell anything, many different things. And yeah. people like it usually. To, you know, the option on the table, if you don't like CDs, you have the record. If you're not record, you have, because it's kind of all old things you have the cassettes now and yeah. there is many the posters and i don't know there is many things and yeah you have to think about it because it costs money to create new uh, new merch but yeah but i think at the end it's the best way to earn money because without this uh, for us for example during our last tour we earn a lot of money thanks to the merchandising yeah we don't lose money with the um, with the fees we we had during the tour okay but yeah we earn a lot of money thanks to the merch, merch. Of yeah. Course. yeah it's a big part of it it is yeah and um, just going back to the album so as i said i'm a huge fan of it and as i said everybody that i spoke to fell in love with the album as well how long <laughs> were you working on it was it something that was always there john was it an idea in your head or was it something that when you all got together, it created itself? Um, for this, um, we had, it's a mix between all of that because um, now we, we work more um, together. We just, uh-huh. we, we love to just jam together. We, we have a lot of gear in, uh, in uh, our uh, room and we can uh, rec- record everything we play. So usually we just uh, jam and we take some parts we liked and but for the for the um, this first album um, it was we have two songs for maybe yeah maybe maybe three of them came from uh, an idea of one of my guitarists okay. at least the the um, a large part of the structure of the of the tracks and we all work together on that to to make that happen like you, okay. you you heard and but but yeah and we we didn't thought a lot about what we were doing we just wanted to have some tracks that we loved to play mm-hmm. and and that was the, the the beginning and and i have to say that now we we almost finished the um, uh, all the new tracks for the new record but it's it's going to be totally different because we don't have you know, the first album was a uh, free song of almost 10 minutes each. Yes. Uh, and it, it's not going to be like that for the, for okay. the upcoming one. It's more like song that five, six minutes, maybe eight. Uh, I think we have one track that 
made almost 12 minutes, but with just one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's kind of, I think we, we, we did dif differently now because we, we have an objective, you know, we, we, we thought, um, we, we have, um, kind of a, a team for the album. Okay. Uh, and I have to say that for the first one, everything was kind of like in a rush at the end, you know, we, we had the track, we record them, but at this time we didn't have even the name of the songs, even a team, even the name of the, the album. And it was kind of rush at the end because we didn't have the cover and it was kind of, for me, okay. it was too messy to, but finally it, it ended well, but, but for this one, we took the thing in a, in the opposite. We've thought about what we want to tell in the album and, and write the song, uh, yeah. to help the, the team of the okay. album. So like, there, like there's a lot to be learned, I suppose, from any first album, you know, I, I don't think, I think could, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't talk to any band who would say their first album is their favorite album. 10 years down. Yeah, because know. we were in a rush to have something, you know, it's, it's cool to say, yeah, I'm playing in a, in a band, but yeah, can I, uh, can I listen something? No. <laughs> so it's kind of, you know, so it was kind of rush to say, okay, we need to have something to, you know, to, to propose to, if you want to play a, a festival, like, like we did in the festival, if you don't yeah. have anything to, to listen, it's kind of complicated. Yeah. So so it was the rush to have something to release. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, it was a fantastic release. Like, but then, as you mentioned already, I know I don't know how much information I'm going to get out of you here now with regards to the new album. But are we talking six to eight tracks? If you're talking around that, are we talking? Yeah, you, normally it's, it's going to be six tracks. Yeah, um, for around forty minutes, I guess, for the old records. And yeah. they're all written already. Uh, almost, <laughs> almost ninety-five <laughs> percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we should record the drums uh, in October, and uh, the rest of the instrument will be recorded in November. So, I hope that in January, February, everything will be uh, done with the mix and mastering. So, we should release it around uh, April, May, I guess. We we want we want to go on tour uh, next yeah. May. So maybe it could be cool to have the release at the same time, but we, we, we accept the fact that we will not have the vinyl because with all the crisis, it's kind of complicated uh, it, to, yeah. to have the vinyls very quickly. So I think we, we have to go on tour without the new record next year, because I, I think even if we finish at the end of the year, we will have to wait maybe seven, eight months. Uh, so it's, Complicated okay. to, you know, to have a proper full release with uh, yes. all the merch you want. It's kind of easy to have t-shirts, CDs, but, but for vinyl record, it's really complicated and we can't wait uh, more uh, than one year just to have records. So we will deal with that. We all know the state of the vinyl industry at the moment, the delays and the backlogs. Fucking, uh, it's, it's really annoying, crazy. actually. It is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. For the, for those purchasing and for the bands, I I, I can only imagine. Yeah, for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. But look, we can wait for the vinyl. It's just like to even just to hear something new will be will be a joy. I can assure you, John. <laughs> I can't wait. I will take I this opportunity you now to play a track for everybody here, guys. This is the album that they have out at the moment, and the raging winds do blow from where Mermaid's drone. I'm going to give you a track from it. This is Brian Pool. See what you think.
So there you have it, guys. That is where Morgan is drawn and the track Brian Poole. That's the album. I can't say enough about it. If you love dramatic, atmospheric, emotive post-rock, this has to be in your collection, guys. John, I suppose, moving away from where Morgan is drawn for a while, Post-Leon has taken on a life of yeah. its own in the last couple of years. Do you want to fill me in on, on what's happening there and what made you decide on getting involved in it and promoting Post-Leon? What, what, what drove you to do it? It starts... Yeah, it starts maybe five, six or seven years ago, um, I had this friend called um, David. Uh, he, he was, um, he organized a lot of shows in Lyon and he was uh, leaving uh, the city to live. Now he is he, living in, uh, in Montreal, uh, in Canada. And it just gave me a few contacts because um, very, uh, I start booking uh, shows because it, it was very selfish and it it's always uh, the same thing because all the bands I booked, it's because I like the band. If I don't yeah, like a band, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't put the energy to yeah. promote a show. Mm-hmm. The band, I don't like the music. So, so at the beginning, it was just that. Just uh, I think one of the first band I booked, it was Siberia from, uh, from Spain. Spain. Yeah, uh, with a uh, with a band uh, called uh, Maven. Yes, uh, yeah, in France, and or maybe it was um, uh, Australia from Spain too. Uh, one of the first gigs yeah. I organized, and yeah, it's just I I think I'm I'm someone that I'm very very well organized. I'm very professional when I'm involved in something and I'm really into it. I'm. I want to do it very professionally, yes. even if it's not uh, my job. Uh, and so it starts like this. I organize more and more shows. And like it's a small word in post-rock, a lot of bands say, oh, okay, Lyon is a great place to play because they, are, they play in good condition mm-hmm. with great local band. Because like I said earlier, we are very lucky to have, honestly, we have almost 15 bands that are very good bands because sometimes when you have some locals, it's not very, not very good. It's, you know, you can see that it's not yeah. very good bands or they just play sometimes just for fun, but even for no non-professional bands in Lyon, all these 15 bands, I can, I can mention, uh, Vesperine, maybe you heard from yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, the band called uh, Lac. It's kind of mad rock band. We have Songe, okay. we have Vague, we have we have so many great band lords. Uh, I'm I'm gonna they're gonna be pissed at me <laughs> if I forgot so many bands. But you know, we we'll do we some band, we we'll do some band of... name dropping at the end of the show. Actually, we we, 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 we <laughs> yeah. keep a second well, for bands. Yeah, if you want. If you want to discover the the Lyon scene, just watch all the gigs we organize. There always uh, at least one or two local bands that play. So it's not like this, and it grows, it grows, and now it's it's kind of one of my uh, free activities because I left my job uh, last year because okay. I I was uh, selling insurance. So I've, I have heard, earned a lot of money, but I was very sad okay. <laughs> uh, doing that job because yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was, yeah, it was, I, I worked there for 10 years and at the end it was very, very complicated to just wake up and go to job. And I said, okay, fuck it. Let's focus on music for, uh, for the moment. So I focus on uh, post Lyon 
the band and uh, the new activity I created with uh, this wheel. And so now I am focused a lot uh, in, in those activities, but it's really complicated because after the pandemic, all the shows are, it's, yeah. it's more complicated. Uh, before the pandemic, honestly, all the shows we organized, it was not sold out, but even in the small shows, in small venues, we had at least 50, 60 people per show. So it was cool because we could pay the bands and maybe put a little bit of money aside. Mm -hmm. And uh, since uh, the yeah, since September last year, it's it's yeah, it's really complicated. We we never we never lose money in shows, but this year we lose money on two shows or or we had a, at one show we've withstood likings we. On this show, we had only 10 people that came and we never had that. That's so crazy. Like, it's complicated because I like, yeah. But it, I think it's like, it's like I talk with a lot of promoters, a lot of bigger venues here. Mm. It's the same for everyone. I don't know if it's uh, uh, proper to France or it's the no. same in other countries, but I think it's the same everywhere. So even here in Cork, I suppose we'd be size wise, city wise maybe smaller than Leon, but the same thing there's gigs local gigs you could get 40 50 at one and the following week you'd have 10 12 15 yeah and it's it's and kind it's, of um it's hard to see it's the, hard to watch it's hard to watch yeah, yeah it's up to what and finally it's kind of complicated because you i i was almost to lose you know the the face of doing that you know you say okay i put some energy i do i think we 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 are doing a great job of communication we 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 do great stories on instagram we try to do the best we can yes. to promote a show you know and when you arrive at the venue and and you have 10 people it's kind of a bummer for you for the venue because the venue a lot of venue don't ask money they just earn uh, the money from the bar and it's uh, a bummer for the band because you say okay so i bring the band mm. uh, far from their place to play yeah. here and play front of 10 people it's yeah it's it's really really complicated but yeah i'm i'm it, it's complicated because like i left my job i just put all the energy and maybe book more show than i used to mm -hmm. uh I think we are almost this year. I need to check because I think, uh, sorry, I just check on, on the website because yeah. I already booked a lot of shows just, uh, you know, just at the beginning. We we had our last show a few uh, days ago, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Since January, it's 10 shows uh, from January to lot. July. So that's a lot and i think we have almost the same for the second part of the year uh, yeah. through september uh yeah i can check that too it's it's a lot so i put a lot of energy to to bring more bands but finally i i don't know if it's a good uh a good choice because too many shows everywhere with all the postponed shows uh mm. for other genre in metal bands we have a lot of shows lyon is a is a very cultural city you have a lot of offers if you want to see a gig you can have a gig almost every night if you want yeah, to yeah so at some point maybe it's the the problematic here it's people have less and less money so they have to select the shows where they're going but uh, but yeah that, that's the deal so so yeah post still continue to grow we we want to maybe 
make a festival at some point, but it's very complicated to, you know, it's a lot of money to create something and to have all the bands together. So finally, we, we, are, we are more working like we worked with Dunk Festival many years ago. They just give us the name of, the, of bands that play Dunk Festival and we just contact many of them okay. and say, okay, you want a tour around the Dunk Festival? We are more than open to host you. So finally, we, we have this small kind of festival, not on one day, but uh, right. in a short period around the Dunk Festival, yeah. you have a lot of bands that come to Lyon to play because they know that there is a good scene, a good condition to play. So, so we try to, yeah, to develop that part, uh, instead I, of creating another festival, another, yeah, it's kind of maybe too much festival now. As you mentioned a while ago there, John, like you're, you're in competition with so many other gigs that go on in Lyon because it is a big city. Mm-hmm. Musically, what's the trend in Lyon? Like, I mean, what are you, keep, what are you competing with metal music, metal bands? Bigger bands. Yeah, I don't know if it's a real competition, but uh, I think we have a huge metal scene. We have uh, this huge um, kind of similar than Post Lyon uh, association, but way bigger called okay. um, called uh, Sons Like Hell. They're they're organizing, but bigger shows than yes. mine because you know uh, for big band um, usually all the um, I don't know, uh, God is an astronaut shows, they organize that kind of shows. Okay. But yeah, I think there is a lot of things. We have a lot of hardcore music. Uh, and after that, you have all the, all, all the other kind of music because it's kind of weird because people complain about the money, but they, they will not, uh, you know, all, all the show, sorry for the, for the course, okay. all the shows were organized the prices uh, goes from eight euros to 15 euros usually. So it's kind of, I think it's not very expensive. 15 euros for free bands. It's kind of the price. That, but that's more money, people sure. will... That's more yeah, money yeah, yeah, for anybody. Like, yeah. For... yeah, but for many people, they prefer to maybe pay very big show. We have very big, uh, you know, we have... We had a Rammstein playing in a Groupama stadium uh, and the tickets were sold maybe 100, 150s and people don't complain about it. No, even no. for the Rolling Stone, even for all the mainstream uh, artists. But, you know, that's kind of two different, uh, it's two different worlds finally. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I, I don't have explanation. Uh, we just have to continue to... Uh, explain to the people how it works all the um, you know a lot of uh, venues in Lyon do uh, that kind of shows or you pay what you want okay and I hate I hate that idea because you people are used to say okay oh, it's free okay they just give maybe five euros just like that and after they're gonna drink maybe five four six beer uh, at eight euros each <laughs> and I think we have to explain to the people that uh, the band came from very far from Lyon. And when, when I explained to the, honest, very, very, to be very clear, uh, some bands that came from the States, mm. I remember uh, booked uh, Ranges, that is a, right. a, a well-known band in the post rock community. I think we paid them maybe 300 euros and they came from the United States. And when you explain that to the band, say, oh, you just paid them that kind of money. Yes, and I just explained, look, we are just 50 people in the room. 
if you all give just five euros, it's not enough to pay the venue, to mm. pay the food, to pay the hotel, if we have to pay the hotel. And for many people, we have, I think we, we have the responsibility to explain the reality of the, of the DIY scene because, uh, because it's totally different, you know, when, um, yeah. uh, I explained even for the local bands, I just said to them, we can have free invitation for your friend because if you bring 10 people, but they don't pay, there is no sense to, to no. have the show. So no. it's really, really complicated. And it's, it's a very complicated, uh, industry. And we try to grow, uh, as, um, as a organization, but we, we have to, honestly, you have to book bigger band. Yeah. Like, uh, this year we're going to book, uh, Hey, Hey Williams, uh, the singer from, uh, um, right. very, very well known. And we have, we lost the sea that, uh, that's going to be big, but we, we try more and more to open to other genre to yeah. maybe try to connect all the, the scenes together, but it's really, really complicated. Like speaking to me, the bands that you mentioned, the AA Williams and everybody is like, to me, that, that load should sell out any place, you know, obviously because I'm living the scene and I'm enjoying the scene, but you go back to a very valid point there, Jean, like you, you said, it's a DIY scene and people just don't yeah. un- understand that. Like they, they don't get it. They think a band is playing live. Fuck it. If I can get in for a fiver, how bad? I mean, people need to look at the bigger picture here. Yeah. Like ranges, like I mean, you mentioned ranges. How big a post-rock band do you need to get? And how, how can you tell somebody, for fuck's sake, come on, you have to put your hand in your pocket to see ranges, like, you know, it's, uh, it, must, it must frustrate you at the shows, at the events, you know? When yeah, you're trying to get yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, sometimes it's very, you know, you lose all the hope and say, what, why am I doing this? Why, what's the point of putting all that energy and, and hopefully all the, all the people that come, all the audience we have in Lyon, they, they give me and give us a lot of positive vibes because we yeah. have a lot of, a lot of people thanks us to doing that job. So thank you. If you're watching that video, thank you exactly. for doing that because even a small th- thank you for the job. And you say, okay, I, I didn't do that for nothing. A lot of people really like that kind of music. And, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not, uh, I don't, uh, unrem- uh, I'm not, I don't know how to say that in English, unreplaceable, unreplaceable, okay. I don't know, you know. Irreplaceable, if, if, yeah. Yeah, if, if tomorrow I stop booking bands, maybe for many months it's going to be complicated for post-rock bands, but at, at some point another guy will have the motivation to, to yeah. do it again. And that's the DIY scene. A lot of yes. people do that for many years. At, at some point they just busted, they're just tired of doing that because they lose all the maybe the open the yeah. and it, it's just something that start again with another guy with the motivation and, and we start again. Uh, but that's, that's the deal. You don't have to wait to, you, you can't expect to have a lot of feedback and, no. you know, for me, just very cool to host all those bands. I love, I can have, uh, uh, very, uh, good moments with them exactly. when we have time because when you organize a show it's always the rush you, they arrive they do the sound check <laughs> then you eat then they play then they yeah. go to sleep but but we have a lot of good experiences all together and it's the 
a small part to help the community finally uh, doing but you, that. But yeah, you you must be pro John of what you've achieved with Post Leon. Like I mean, the bands that, the bands that you have brought this year alone. I mean, they're big bands, like they're they're quality quality bands. And again, I was looking into some bands that you have coming up in October. I think you're actually playing yourselves in one of them. Um, I can't. Yeah. But I was looking to try and get to Leon myself and how I'd how I'd get there. <laughs> I think I have to fly from Cork to you Paris should. and train from Paris to Leon, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. You can have a cheap train from Paris. Maybe you can find some. I can give you some address after if you want. But yeah, you can have some tickets for maybe 10, 15 euros to come from Paris to Lyon. So yeah, it's okay. possible, yeah. And even that's uh, stuff that people should know. It's not hard to get there. Like, yeah, it's expecting. free. Come to Lyon. Jesus, there you go. Like, what's stopping you, lads? A 10 euro train. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, it's a very beautiful city. Uh, yeah. Besides all of that, it's very, very nice city. It's, it's kind of, for me, it's a similar to Paris, but it's smaller. So it's kind mm-hmm. of less stressful, I guess. But uh, it's very beautiful city. But yeah, you're more than welcome to come. I Invite yeah. everyone that's watching that video to come exactly, to your that's, uh, whatever it's they want. Worth, it's worth the trip. I, I'm, I'm definitely planning it. I haven't said it to my wife yet, but I, <laughs> I, I was online last night looking at flights, you know. So, uh, don't, come, don't come at this period because it's very too hot. It's very, you're going you're gonna to burn. You have to come in October. It's very good. October is the plan because my skin wouldn't last in, in August. <laughs> Not a whole. I'd, I'd be burnt to a crisp, John. I would. But tell me, look, going back to the post Leon stuff, like you've been putting the shows up on Facebook as well, the live shows. Am I right? Has, yeah. that, has that been a success? Has there been feedback from that? For all the show we announce, do you play shows live on Facebook? Do I need to post Leon? Oh, no, 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 not at all. No. Okay. We, we we did it um, we did it last year uh, during uh, when it was complicated to make shows uh, to organize shows right. in France. I was um, I was very um, frustrating and honestly I lost hope at this at this time because I had to cancel a lot of shows. We already mm-hmm. uh, rebook again and we thought uh, the pandemic. Uh, was done and he came back stronger. So at some point, my girlfriend just kicked me in the ass and say, you have to do something, even if it's just with the locals band. And we kind of worked with um, uh, Ronnie from where post work dwells. So we stream uh, what we called the post Lyon online festival, something That's like right. that. That's right. With, yeah. uh, if I remember, it was five bands. Uh, from Lyon, so we had uh, Alpha du Centaur, Where Mama Drown, Lodz, uh, Lac, uh, and uh, Quintessence. So five bands. Like that's an incredible yeah. lineup. I mean, the bands you just named out there, like it just boggles my mind. Still, you know how <laughs> how how you haven't hundreds so, attending these events. So, yeah, we just finally I contact uh, the Hard Rock Cafe. I worked uh, with them for many years now, and. They, they just ran the place for uh, for two days and we just I think we did some that something that not many uh, organization did before because we stream something but we stream something live yes or a total direct music and five bands in a row uh, and between each uh, session 
we recorded uh, interviews and we did all the subtitles. The, the interviews were recorded earlier, but it was kind of a challenge and it worked well. It was fun. But honestly, I didn't have uh, as much as fun as uh, when I organized real show with real audience. Okay. It, it was kind of weird, you know, to just have the band playing alone in the yeah. empty venue. <laughs> It was cool to share the music with people, and at the end, we play. Uh, we work with uh, the, those guys from uh, Analog Production, mm -hmm. uh, the guys that record everything with the beautiful camera. Yeah. And at the end, it's just the best uh, business card for us because we have an amazing uh, live video you can watch on YouTube. Uh, for all the band, it's kind of very good video with decent sound the sound is. is not perfect but it was complicated no. to have the perfect sound but it's decent and and i think for us for example for where mermaids drown uh it helps us to add the chance to play to dunk festival because mm -hmm. i think that the guys from dunk say okay we know the band but are they good in life they just release an album and i think the live sessions maybe helps us a lot because I think it's a good live session. There I, have, we, I have no doubt it did help, yeah. I have yeah, no doubt. I, I think we, we, we had a lot of good energy on that, and I think it helped. So hmm. it was cool, but yeah, uh, it's kind of difficult for me to imagine, continue to do some shows with live stream. It's uh, Organizing a show, it's already a lot of stress mm -hmm. on many points just to having a good sound in the venue. But if you have to think about the internet connection, the sound of the streaming, yeah. the video of this. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, we, it's, it's a different job and it's really complicated. So it's okay. not the plan again to do something online, maybe one day. And even, even for the guys that uh, do the videos, uh, they film uh, from 1 PM to around 10. They were totally wasted at the end. They were yeah. dead yeah. and they say, no more <laughs> ever. <laughs> don't don't ever contact me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was cool because they had some fun too, but it was it, it's yeah. very complicated to do that, to do that uh, live. But again, we just we just come back to the same thing. There's so much work, hard work and dedication that goes into all of this. Like whether it be playing mm. live, setting up shows like this. I mean, it was a great idea. I loved watching it. I, I watched that that day. I spent the day watching the bands. Um, Thank you. It was, it was something for people to see and watch because, as we said, it was a shitty time. It was a really shitty time yeah. for everybody. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for doing it, you know. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> You're man. welcome. It was a pleasure. But, you know, for me, it's not a, you know, there is a lot of people like you that say to me that, oh, yeah, it's a lot of work. And, yeah, I realize that sometimes it's a lot of work. But, like, I love doing that. For me, yeah. it's... I don't realize how much time I, I can't even count the time I pass on every shows I book because you have all the, the negotiation with the band to find the venue, all the after the promoting and everything. And I don't even realize how much time I spend doing that. I just yeah. love doing that right now. So I, I hope that, um, I would say that, that, um, the motivation will, uh, continue we'll, we'll be there for yeah. a, a long time yeah continue for a long time I hope we all do John I tell you we all do because I, I, <laughs> I, the work the work you do is, is, is incredible it is like and I just want people to know it and understand it and that's why I'm, I'm so happy to have you on the show because it's one thing to speak about a band 
and listen to the band and understand where they came from. But again, what goes on behind post-Leon? And now I suppose we want to chat about the agency you recently started up there, um, This Will. Yeah. Like, as if you didn't have enough to do, you decided to, to bring this on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at some point, I, I, I just... I just think, yeah, maybe I, I should try to find a way to earn some money at some point <laughs> because the reality of organizing show, okay, I can't earn any money. Uh, I can't take any money from that. I, I thought I thought it was possible at some point. And since the end of the pandemic, it's all my, uh, all my, my hopes uh, yeah. around that idea that maybe I could try to maybe try to keep maybe a hundred euro per shows for me. It's kind of too complicated because I, I can't, uh, I can't, um, how to say that I can allow myself to don't give money to the local bands. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't guarantee anything to the local bands. They all know that I, I always said, okay, guys, there is no guarantee. Mm-hmm. If the, the night is a success, I will give you something. And usually I give between, the, the worst night, it, it's at least 50 euros and the good nights, even the show, it's 100, 150, but they play home. So they don't have a lot of, but I think it's normal to, you know, they, they help for the promotion of the show. Yeah. So with that, without them, the show doesn't work. So, so yeah, I prefer to give the money to them for now. I don't have problem with money, so I can allow myself to okay. uh, distribute everything and sometimes yeah. keep a lot, uh, things for me with the bands for now. It's, more the opposite. We are more uh, than we are investing in a band because for the next release, we want to do something bigger. So even if we earn money with the merchandising and everything, when you record, when you pay for a clip, when you pay for everything, finally, all the money, uh, it's very quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was the idea to work. Um, I realized that, like I said, a lot of bands, are good playing music, but they are very, very bad for all the rest. They are very bad for the social yeah. media. They're very bad in communication. And as a promoter, I just realized that when I don't know a band, usually I listen to the music, of course. And then I watch, you know, um, it's like the when you uh, meet someone for the first time, the first impression is important. And I think it's the same for many bands. When you watch the you know, the Facebook page, the Instagram, the yeah. Spotify, everything. When you have shitty things, yeah, I don't know. So for some men, it's kind of very dead or mm. it, it don't uh, give a um, professional feeling uh, about the band. And I think it, I think it's more important that, uh, than they, they, they think about it. So it was the idea at the beginning to okay. help in uh, management and uh, how to grow uh, a project. Uh, to go to some point because for bigger bands, I, I can't help the, them after it's yeah. other work to have a very professional management, very big things and everything. So it was more to think about that. But finally, I have more demand concerning the booking things. And I have to say that it's really not good <laughs> because no. I hate booking. It's, it's <laughs> fucking hell. It's yeah. It's honestly, it's the worst all, yeah. job. Yeah. I, I don't, it, it's really complicated because it's in, even if it's a small community, uh, you, booking is just sending mail and uh, having no answers at all. And it's, 
it's, yeah. it's awful, <laughs> honestly. Uh, I can understand that some bands are totally broken trying to book, book tours because yeah. it's very, very frustrating, very hard because, it, you know, I with Post Lyon, I answer to every demands I have. If a band asks me to play, I, I will at least answer, no, sorry, I'm not interested. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that I... Uh, I write uh, a lot of uh, uh, a big comments of, of the why and no, no. But every time I answer a band, they just every time they say, Oh, just thank you to at least give me an answer because yeah. there is nothing worse than just being in this kind of hope of having an answer at some point, you, you, you know, you, you, you just send the mail, you say, okay, they, they will not answer now because they have a lot of demand. So you wait one week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, maybe two months, and you don't have any answers. And mm. you still have the hope of, uh, I and yeah, I think it's not cool at all to not answering the band. And I totally understand that for many venues, it's kind of complicated to answer to everyone. But I think there is many solutions to find to just answer, no, sorry, not interesting. And I know it, some people might say they're too, they're too busy or whatever, but it is common courtesy. If someone goes to the effort of giving you a press kit or giving you whatever they're giving you, I think it's only right. If you've read it, if you put your eyes to that, it's only right to reply, Yeah, You know, even even for something yeah, as say, simple yeah. as, 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 as getting press kits myself, like for albums to review and stuff. Not that it's that many, but not that. But I reply to everybody. I'll always throw an answer back, you know, and say either I can or I can't. It takes two minutes, and I, I can understand yeah. the frustration. Even it, mm. Yeah, it can take even less than two minutes. Just answer, you know. I don't know. You just write a typical answer for when yeah. you don't want to book and copy paste it. And I think it's kind of uh, now in my mail signature uh, with this wheel. I just put this small phrase, uh, small sentence that say, please just give an answer. Even if it's a no, we're all human. It's kind of cool to just have an answer. And at least it helps us to move on and say, okay, this venue, it's not possible. Let's move on to another thing. Yeah. And, and yeah, but, but yeah, that's the job. So yeah, at the beginning, uh, I really wanted to work on more management things, but I, I, I'm just um, front of the reality of the industry because like I'm in a DIY scene, yes. we, we're going to talk about money. They don't have money to put in many things. So they don't, they don't have the money to pay someone to help them to grow. Even if I think it's a good uh, way to earn money because at some point you're going to have the, the benefit of that. Mm -hmm. uh, for many bands, they, they are focused and it's normal. Uh, they are focused in their music first and, and it's complicated to pay, to pay uh, uh, for other services, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. And management is very large because you can't even, you know, I work uh, with uh, the band called Besides from Poland. And it's kind of complicated, you know, it's not because they pay me uh, an amount every month for, we don't have, um, you know, you can't really calculate the results of the work. Uh, you yeah. know, it's not, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I work for you. So now you sell more t-shirts. I think it's, you know, communication and all those things. It's, it's kind of a hard work of a long time to, to give a, a good uh, image of your band, a yeah. professional one. And it's not because I work for you for a month that it's going to change everything. It's, 
yeah, you have to work on that every time. So exactly, exactly. They have to work at it too. It's not a case of just throwing everything at you and saying, make us work, yeah. you know, they have to put the effort. <laughs> How many bands are you working with? through this um, uh, so for the booking it's kind of complicated because it's kind of uh, missions you know uh, I worked for uh, the band Kokomo uh, from Germany um, I worked with um, bands. yeah yeah they're, they're yeah, very good and very nice guys yeah. and uh, I helped um, very little uh, of the vine and uh, it was a good dream uh, I helped them and uh, actually, I, I work a lot for uh, besides from uh, from uh, Poland and uh, a band from Lyon called um, called the Lods. They're yes. gonna release a very good album uh, at the end of the year, so I work on that for the tour. But uh, really, the, the booking area is very very complicated because I, I realized that all the bands are the same. If you take a very small band that no one knows, it's almost the same that a band that it's a little bit known in the scene, mm -hmm. but not enough to be a band like uh, uh, is an Astronaut. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. kind of, it was easier to work for um, Kokomo, for example, because it's kind of a very big band in Europe uh, for that yeah. kind of music. But for all the rest, it's, it's always almost the same. It's always the same fees, even if you're a, uh, a bigger band if you look the popularity but there is kind of um it's difficult to get through kind of um i don't know if it if we could if we can say that in english but there is a roof you know yeah and yeah. you can go through that there is kind of a level you can go further than this because it's the same for everyone so yeah so it's again frustrating because i realize that it's going to be very complicated to continue doing that for a long time and uh expect a uh, living from that honestly it's uh it's very very complicated because there is no money so if you want to earn money booking you have to book band that you sell two uh thousand euros the shows not 200 yeah <laughs> so yeah. that's the reality of uh, it's a lot of work and then um, and um yeah it's the dark uh, the dark side of yeah the, it's a pity because you're from speaking to you like you, the love you have for the music and the scene and everything else is just blowing through the screen <laughs> you. here, you know, you're, you're just so into it. And I hope, I really hope people, you know, step up and, and sort of give you the time and, and, and help like that, that you need, you know, because the last thing I want to see is people like yourself, John, who, who burn out and just walk away from it all and say, fuck it, I've had enough. It, I, I think, uh, I think at some point, one day it will happen for sure. One day, at least with Postion, I will stop. Mm. I say that and maybe I, I will not, but it's logical that at some point, maybe I will be bored doing that or maybe I will step back a little from the music community because yeah. maybe one day we are, with the band, we are, I'm the youngest one and I'm uh, almost 36. And all the other guys, are, they, they have 40, 41 to 45, 46. So they are, we, are, we, are kind, okay. we are kind of old. So, so we, we give all the chance to succeed with the band right now. But at some point, we, it will be complicated. They all have kids. I'm the only one who don't have kids right now. So, so that's the reality. Maybe when the band will stop, if it stops, it's not totally on the, it's clearly not on the table right now, but 
it's it's life uh i realized yeah. that playing good music is not the difficult part uh, in a band because a lot of bands playing good music but uh sticking together for a long time as a band for people together without fighting without it's the most difficult part i guess for many bands to 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 stay together playing music is yeah it's not the other spot because we're all loving that but the human part is more complicated and for now it's perfect uh, between us but life is what it is at some point it, it will happen that's very well said sean i mean yeah the music comes naturally the creativity side of it comes naturally it's everything else that needs to be put around it to make it happen can fucking strain <laughs> can cause the stress that's why on, we have on, a lot everybody of, uh, like so there is a lot of bands only with two members now or maybe solo project because it's way easier <laughs> yeah that's right, yeah. There's yeah. an awful lot of solar projects out. You're right. There is. There is an awful lot. But let's hope you stick together for the next album. Anyway, give us. Yeah, give no, us no. Album it's clearly not on the table. Yeah, crazy. I. I think, like, like I said earlier, there is a kind of a, a, a cycle. Like uh, I can imagine that. You know, in many cities, uh, we, yeah. Uh, yeah. at some point, we had an um, organization that promote a lot of shows, and they stopped. And maybe for a few years, it's, it could be complicated. But mm -hmm. we, we had the problem actually in uh, Bordeaux, in France. Uh, there is the Bordeaux Reverb Club, uh, similar than Post Lyon, but in Bordeaux. And they kind of, uh, they are at the end of the road for them. They are exhausted. They are, uh, maybe they lost okay. uh, hope uh, organizing shows. So they probably stop a little bit. But I hope that at some, at some point, other people will just have the motivation to arrive and say, okay, uh, I will continue the, the work did before. And, and mm -hmm. that's a cycle for, yeah. Inject, inject, yeah, a, new, of course, inject yeah. a new bit of energy into it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know something, it's, it happens everywhere. It's, it's in our own city here. You know, it's, it's just part and parcel of the game. I think that, that, that's life. I guess you have, you, we all have uh, motivation for something and, some people keep the motivation for their whole life. I sometimes I'm kind of uh, in admiration uh, and kind of jealous. Yeah, because I, can, I'd love yeah. to be like that, but it's different for many people, I guess. But yeah, and it's not bad, you know. Even yeah, when I decide to quit my job, uh, I was I was very good doing what I, I was doing in my in, in the company, but. Even if I was very good, mm -hmm. I'm, I, they can replace me at some point. Say, okay, I did a great job, but I'm not there and it works. <laughs> the, the, the company is still there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally it will be the same with Postillon. Maybe it will be different. It's going to be complicated to replace me because I'm very good. But, uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure at some <laughs> point. Yeah, <laughs> even if I'm not here and Postillon died at some point someone will just pop up from nowhere maybe and do the same job, maybe better. I don't know. So yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Let's hope that doesn't happen for a while, John. Uh, let's hope you keep. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You're totally <laughs> engrossed in it for now. Let's keep it like that. But you're right. Look, things do come in cycles and um, it's inevitability about it that yeah. it will happen at some stage. But for now, I think we, we should all just enjoy what we're experiencing through Post-Leon, through We're More Maze Drone. And obviously, wishing you well with this will, the agency. I, I hope that goes well. Now, before I let you go, I have three questions I want to ask. I have three session Maybe. questions um, <laughs> that I, I, I hope I yeah. sent you, didn't I? 
I think yeah. I did send them to a couple of weeks ago. So look, we'll, we'll kick off with question number one. Um, if you could do it into a recording studio and do a cover version of any track. Any track from any genre of music. It's so complicated. I, I thought about it a lot, but it's really complicated. Just to, Honestly, I think it, it will be... <laughs> A track, maybe um, uh, Dustism from uh, of uh, This Will Destroy You. Yeah. Okay. I think. Amazing. How that was going to come up there. Yeah, this Will Destroy You. We're yeah. going to get a say. I, I think I'm going to have the same answer for the next question. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll let me go through the motions anyway. If you could experience playing live with any band, who and would it be? This Will Destroy You for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's crazy because yeah, usually yeah, when I yeah, uh, look a lot of interviews, I see a lot of people talking about uh, dead bands. I don't know, uh, Pink Floyd. I don't know. All th- For me, uh-huh. honestly, I never, uh, I never had this dream of playing with someone. Uh, it's more, I, I okay. never had this. So just playing, I, I had a lot of fun playing just with my headphones and listening to this will destroy you and just hitting my drums and add some fun. So at some point, I think I'd love okay. to replace uh, Robbie uh, that played the drums for them actually. So I don't know where the band is actually because they're, they're kind of in a weird statement. I think they are kind of split between the two guitarists, yeah, but and that's a shame because the band, this band, this band is a lot of things for me, but like we said, it, it's a cycle. They are. They're an incredible band. John. <laughs> it's yeah. a cycle. At some point, people... They will come back. Yeah, come back. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> They're digging bands out of graves nearly at this stage to get, you know, bands back together yeah. again. So something will happen. Of course, something fingers. has to happen. Another new, a new question. Actually, I, I might have given you this, but my third question is going to be, what was the last album you listened to before you came on this oh. evening? What was the last uh, today, album? Let, let me check on Spotify what, what I was listening to. Uh, yeah, today so. I listened uh, Tides of Man. I listened to uh, the last album uh, they made. Uh, let me, uh, ev- Every Nothing. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, very good album. guys. I, yeah. I booked them with Tides from Nebula a few years ago and it was a blast. It was very, very. That's funny to have a band that played uh, emo music with a singer and became a total instrumental band. And if you go on their, I'm on their Spotify yeah. account, there are all the most listening yeah. uh, tracks are from the past. It's almost 6 million uh, <laughs> streaming on the, <laughs> yeah. and serious? it's clearly yeah? not the same type of music they play oh, right now, <laughs> but that's funny. That's interesting. And again, you said the two of them played together. In, in Lyon, did it? Um, yeah, it was the kind of Nebula. Tides tour. <laughs> was that around 2018, uh, was it? Did they both play our tangent uh, that let year? Let me check. It was in, yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah. 2019, yeah, that's yeah. right. I saw the two of them actually in our tangent. Both they were amazing, amazing yeah. men, yeah. honestly. Tides from Nebula, there. the last album is amazing too. So, yeah, very... Very two different men, but very, very good. Yeah, very, very different. Uh, Jean-Sebastien, come here. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Welcome. I want to thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for having me. You're an amazing guy. <laughs> like your knowledge of the industry, you know, and your knowledge with the bands and everything about it is second to thank none. You. So it was great to get inside <laughs> your mind there for a while and understand what, what, what goes on in there. I wish you well. I can't wait to hear the new album from Where More Miz Drown. And I obviously wish you all the best with Post Leon. 
and I hope to maybe get down to you maybe in October. Yeah, I just check all there. the shows. Uh, just... If you want to come in October, Shiloh, you can't miss them. I don't know. I, I think they're going to play in the UK. That's the one yeah, I want to Shiloh go to. Shiloh yeah. is good. And I, yeah, it will depend if you want to stay a little bit longer. If you stay more than two weeks, you can... You can have many shows because we have Conjurer. <laughs> it's more, no uh, but yeah, you have Willows the Sea uh, on November if you want to. Focus. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have a talk <laughs> off here. We'll have to start something. Yeah, I will help you to find the cheapest uh, uh, train. I, <laughs> please do. Yeah, this will agency. I, I hope that all works out well for you as well. I mean, you're doing so much for, Thank you. for the for the scene you know it, it needs to be it needs to be noticed um, bands are free to contact me if they want more it, information about the the work i i do for uh, management and even for booking uh, yeah. it's kind of close it, it will depend on the bands for booking because it's only if i really know the band if they are uh, a little bit known but for very mm -hmm. unknown band it's kind of too complicated to do the job uh, because you don't have answer because people don't know them. But okay. yeah, feel free to ask. At least it costs nothing to, to have a, a talk about uh, all the services. There you go. Thank and you. Thank you so much for having me. And they're guaranteed a reply. And they're guaranteed a reply. <laughs> yeah, you can send any mail, even in post. You know, at least I will <laughs> reply no, but uh, in a gently way. So, <laughs> <laughs> John Sebastian, thanks a million. Thank you. We Thank you so much. Soon. There you go, guys. That's John Sebastian from Where Mermaid's Drone from Post Leon and This Will Agency. What a guy. Thanks everybody else for tuning in. I hope to see you all again in a couple of weeks time. Thanks to Richie from the MetaSouth podcast who always edits and produces the show. So until next time, take care guys.